Always do about this time. It's the Bigs. Here comes Stafford. And he's picked off. And it's going the distance. Eddie Jackson for the fifth time in his young career has a touchdown. You already know what time it is. It's the Bigs. A drive the other way. It's going to go. Cubs lead. Number 11 for Javi. Officially rocking with the Bigs. Tim crushes this ball. He throws the bat, the ball goes flying, it is gone! 2-0 Sox! It's us, the big. Levine. Oh my goodness, Zach get Levine! Get or get out the way! Woo. You're rocking with the bigs. Right here on the Bigs Radio Network. And just like that, you are rocking with the bigs. Episode 13 on deck, man. Live from the Mets Studios, I'm your man T-Time. Do we have to do this again, man? Hey, no, we, I think we on point. I think we on point right now. They don't need the introduction <laughs> for me. But for the last time, I think I'm going to get it off my chest one Mama. last time. Go ahead and give it to him, T. Mama, there goes that man. In honor of my boy Mark Jackson, the NBA season starts tonight. So uh, that's a, a very appropriate introduction for, for self in here building with our people at Mass Studio, shout out to our boy E-Dub. As always, definitely. Shout out to the man Ernest holding it down for us from Mess Studios. Oh, man, we got we got a few things to talk about, man. The Bears, my guys are telling me that nobody cares about the Bears no more. We're going to talk about how they reacted to that L to the Saints on Sunday. That wasn't an L, that was a season-defining L. They got a can of whoop-ass. I think Matt Ooh, Nagy. I can clean up on them. I think Matt Nagy. Ryan Pace and Mitch Trubisky are equally as trash right now. Bears got a lot of problems. Man, hold on. Let, let, let's start off on a positive note. Okay. okay. Today Good idea. is the, the first day of the, the new NBA season after this crazy offseason, the most interesting offseason, I think, in a very long time, if not ever. How y'all feeling about Are y'all excited about the, 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 the kickoff of the league this year? I'm always happy the NBA is back. Every you know, as soon as the calendar turns to October, I'm waiting on this day, so I can't you know wait to see. Uh, just you know, a lot of players switch teams. I'm looking forward to seeing how LeBron and AD come out uh, come out of the gate. Kawhi, um, last year's NBA Finals MVP on a brand new team, uh, and then we got you know, unfortunately, we're not gonna be able to see Zion. You know that I'm kind of salty about that. Yeah, uh, but it's still plenty of reasons to be excited about the NBA. What you think? Yeah, it's always exciting to. When the season kicks off, man, a new excitement. Guys all over the place. Russ in Houston with James Harden, AD, and LeBron linking up. You know, I'm always rooting for my boy Dame Dollar. Let's see if he can pull one out the hat this year. Um, Hey, Victor Oladipo back in Indiana. There's a lot of things going on around here. The Clippers, you know. Man, that may be the, that may be the the first and last time I think about the Pacers when you just said Oli Depot is back. Now don't sleep on the Pacers. They're I actually sleep, I think I'm, they're gonna be good. Actually, yeah, I'm gonna sleep on the Pacers. I, I'm, I think the Pacers. You know they. You know with Oli Depot coming back, those are one of the teams I think is gonna have to prove it before I give them any type of bid. No, that's real. That's real. Yeah, but I'm I'm looking. You know for for teams like uh, the Raptors, I want to see how they play after losing one of their best players. Are they still a playoff team? After they, you know, they gave the bag to see, uh, see bagged them, bagged yeah. them up. They, they bagged a few guys they up this last guys, week, yeah. didn't they? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, it's yeah. nothing like getting that championship bag, you know, to thank you for your services. No, that's real. You know, another thing, you know, we have our, our opinions about guys in that game and this and that. But one thing that I, I really despise is when people say, man, he doesn't deserve that money. <laughs> It's like, well, obviously the people who signed him thought he deserved the money. That's all that matters. What the, what's that saying? Uh, David Greenberg had that it is now viral, but he's like, if I if I charge you, oh a yeah, amount, yep, yep, for you're paying for the years I learned to do it, not the thirty minutes, not the thirty minutes, man. And then and shout out to Buddy Hill, even though I think he only got a couple mil more than he was tight at the, you know. It, it looked like what was important to him is that he can say he was the highest paid. Well, player on the team. He's uh, got a million more than Harrison Barnes, right? I mean, that's. But the other thing is, you also look at the positional stuff, and it's like, look what that be, the deal Bradley Beal just got. <laughs> that extension, it's like, okay, Backed him up. Yes, they did, and I think, I think that's a good move because the only other option is to get rid of Bradley Beal, and I don't think you get enough back for him to make it worth it. 
And do now, you keep him? And with that deal, what he can't be traded this year. So no trade clause. Yeah. Good look for Washington to lock him in. Uh, Jalen Brown got the bag. Definitely, he did. Hey, I, I think the Jalen Brown thing is interesting for Buddy Hill specifically, because mm-hmm. now it's like, uh, well, Jalen isn't as productive as I was last season, right. and here we go. Right. And they gave him a nice contract. Yeah, he he, uh, his upside is there though. So and, and yeah, and we you know we talked about that on the last episode when it comes to those that, that young talent over there on the Celtics. Right. It's almost like they gotta continue to. To, they don't want to put you know let it fall by the side, so they almost had to do that with Jalen. Well, you, I, ha- like. I mean, the other thing is you don't know what you're getting out of this year's Celtics team, and so you lock down the pieces that you can build around. Because like him and Tatum, I mean, unless you really feel Kemba Walker gonna get another rejuvenated career situation, I think it's those two players are the main people on the team that you watch out for. True, and so it's like you got to kind of lock them down because letting them go for nothing and not getting anything from them would be no a go. dumb move. Yeah, 100%, man. So here's what I have for you guys real quick. What do you guys think is your favorite or biggest storyline going into the season right now? Is it LeBron and AD, you know, looking to capture that Laker magic? Or, you know, are they the, the team to beat now that the Warriors are been decimated by injuries and KD leaving? Mm-hmm. Um. What is Steph going to do this year without those guys? Mm-hmm. Can the Clippers not be that second-rate LA team that we've come <laughs> to to recognize them as? They've never been out, you know. They've never been to a conference finals. Now they have championship aspirations a- aspirations with Kawhi and PG. Uh, we got Houston, Westbrook, and, and Harden. Is that going to work? Mm. You know, I'm really interested to see this guy Ben Simmons. I was watching NBA to jump before we uh, got over here to Met Studios, and I heard Zach Lowe, who I'm not a fan of at all. I told yeah, Zach you Lowe, told us that. I told him he could hit the door no, last he week. Do. Yeah, he can. He, he can hit the hit the showers, <laughs> man. But um, I saw Zach Lowe saying that Ben Simmons was one of the greatest passers of all time already, and it's like T Mac, T whacked as I call him. No love for T Mac. No, I'll have no love for uh, T Wack. We'll touch on for that. For Tracy McGrady? Yeah. The guy, yeah, the like guy that Tracy never got his McGrady? team out of the first round of the playoffs. Bro, you have Tracy no love Mc- for Tracy McGrady? The guy who never got his team out of the first round of the playoffs. I never did that. I understand what you're saying, but he I did? think I think there's a very big gap between he didn't get it's his like, team out of the first round of the playoffs. Was oh, T Mac a killer? Oh, yeah, one on one killer, yeah, but it's a, after three or four years of that, now then what? I'm just saying he's one of the most interesting. Like, I. Personal bias, maybe. I was just like, that's he's not whack to me. How about that? He's not whack <laughs> to me at all, but I just felt like the name was fitting. I respect it. I mean, it, I, I love a good punt. Let me be very serious. But I think it's, I was like, huh? You caught yeah, me off guard. No, I, I was like, not T-Wack. You're not the only one. 100% of people, when I say T-Wack, they look at me like, man, you tripping, Joe. Yeah. But I, I got to stand on it, man. T-Wack <laughs> I know, is, hey, I respect it. If AI can get the Sixers out the first round and to the finals, I think this T-Mac is just, there's no room for for nothing there. T-Mac has to, especially the year against Detroit when they was up 3-1 and he and started he woofing. Talking. He got to feeling good about it. And that karma came back and kicked him in the ass. Door closed <laughs> all in his face. But no, I just, I'm interested to see uh, the Philadelphia 76ers, Joel Embiid, who lost 20 pounds over the summer. He said he was looking to be uh, MVP this year. You know, he's a walking 27 and 13. Right. But uh, Ben Simmons, man, I want to see if uh, we saw him making the jumpers in the summer league runs. We saw him make the three in the in a preseason game, and everybody act like they won a championship. <laughs> so I'm interested to see him implement that. Maybe not even a three ball, man. You don't have to knock the three ball down like that, but just adding a jump shot, a 15 to 17 foot uh, jump shot into his game. I think that could personally take Philly over the hump and get them to the NBA Finals. I def- yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. I definitely think Ben Simmons has a lot to prove this year. You know what I mean? They uh, left the playoffs in a crazy way. They could have very well been uh, representing the Eastern Conference in the finals if that Kawhi jumper didn't bounce in uh, the way it did. But here's a couple, you know, a couple of storylines I'm thinking of that that has my attention. The Bulls? Uh, oh no. Uh, no! Who? My bad. But it, one of them is Bulls related, and I'll tie it in. Bulls related. <laughs> it's Bulls related. Bulls um, first one. <laughs> My bad. Go ahead. Exactly. Man. I feel you. Go ahead. But um, 
equipment. I'm excited to see what LeBron has. I think that this could very well be his last best shot mm. at a championship. Um, I think that the fact that KD is going to be missing this year leaves the door open for him to be the best player in the league and mm. solidify that again because there's been questions about is he still the best player in the league? Does he still have that? And I think that this is an opportunity for him to to quiet the critics on that front. Um, I'm looking forward to, you know, he's going to be assuming that point guard role on the team again where he's naturally been that anyway before it to be established and not speculated or like almost like LeBron still in the show. I'm excited to see how that comes uh, and into fruition for the Lakers. And basically, can they win it? Can AD be healthy for the playoffs? You know, I think that's going to be a huge question. Uh, but after that, man, I'm looking forward to see how the Denver Nuggets, you know, play. I, I love the team that they got over there. And I'm looking forward to what Michael Porter Jr. has, man. That's that's my boys related uh, story. Line. All right, right, right. We passed right. up on him because he had those issues at draft time uh, with the injuries. Jerry, and, <laughs> Jerry West passed up on him twice. Yeah. And, you know, we took Wendell Carter Jr., but now he doesn't have those issues. Now he's looking healthy. Now, you know, we're seeing videos of him in the gym looking like the player that we thought he was. And True. Honestly, he's looking very good on a team that doesn't necessarily need him. But, it, you know, I'm interested to see if he finds That's the best case scenario for him, I feel like. I think that allows – I think because Denver has been so good, that has allowed him to come back and actually, like, heal up and not have to be under the stress of, oh, God, I got to be the, the main person on my team because they spent this high pick on me. I think Wendell Carter is the same thing where he was a pick that was a high pick, but not a high pick in terms of, like, the NBA draft, right? Like, he was a person that was brought in to do a job. And I would say Wendell Carter Jr., when he's healthy, can do that job. I don't think he is a number one. I don't think he's a number two. But I think he's a damn good number three. And so to that point, understanding – and this is – I'll take a step back. My fundamental belief is that in order to be a championship-winning NBA team, you need four. You need four people. Mm. You need a superstar. You need a co-pilot, whatever you want to call it, Batman and Robin. You need a third person that's solid. And you need a fourth person who has a specialist. Everybody needs to be a specialist in, in terms of how they play. But that fourth person, that's a, you know, you look at, you know, JJ Redick or, you know, Big Shot Bob or the people right. whose job it is, that's the ball's in their hands. All right. You know, Draymond I'm, Green. Draymond Green. Yeah, you know, right. but like, the, you know, the four. Yeah. On, that, on those, the Warriors teams, who were those four people? You know right. exactly who they were. Right. Bulls, you know exactly who those four were. Right. You know, and I think you can go back and look over history, all the championship organizations had those four in some in something i think you may not have teams that have had two superstars i think that's a you know more recent thing but even if just jazz like that shit was the case but you still had byron russell you still had what's his name jeff hornacek well, along like, with carl and stockton right yeah, that's real but you still have your two so i think you need two to and i think that's been always been the case but people like to act like oh it's only one person nobody oh, ever teams up i'm like that's talking not, about that's that's in the history of basketball right it's, it's in, never it's been the inaccurate case. yeah right so, and so so my, check it out. Ahead, you got my it. man uh, Dallas here on the live, he said, can LeBron really solidify being the best player with KD gone? Yes. You know how? And it's, this is how I know. I also want to lead off by saying that it's not going to happen. But the way that he does it is plays defense at a high level in, in the regular season. I'm serious. If he does that, it's his. Well, he, did have a, he did have a little extra time off this year, so maybe that's going to rejuvenate him, come but back I, with some renewal. I don't energy. think he's going to do it because it's an age thing. I think he operate. He has learned to save it. And that's what he got AD and Dwight and the other guys it's, for. That's yeah. why I think it's important, you know, to your point, E, uh, that he has a great regular season. I think that LeBron does have to play M MVP caliber, mm -hmm. caliber basketball this regular season if – that conversation is going to be, you know, important to him. Or not important to him, but if, if he's going to make way in the eyes of people, you know, watching the league. And, and he doesn't have to prove anything, right? I think LeBron James, I think LeBron is the two. And that, that analogy I used previously. I think everybody thinks of him as the one, but I think he's actually the two. Because I think Anthony Davis is going to be the one who is propping up those numbers. Right. I think Bron has realized and is smart enough to realize I don't have that step as much I was, as I used to. Period. So let me, and again, we see this with all the greats. When you become a veteran player, what they learn how to do, they, they pass, they're going to distribute, they're going to get crafty, and get crafty, feel general stuff, but you make smarter plays. Mm -hmm. And so I think Brian is very good at that and is going to make smarter plays, but his plays will be used to set up Anthony Davis. That's, that, that would be smart. That would be smart to let AD cook 
use his uh right. I'm sure A D added a few little um and working with Brian. The thing is them playing against each other in practice, I think, is a good thing. Because no, you know no they doubt. they are one on one with each other. You know, they ain't putting Kuzma on him. Are you crazy? <laughs> so I think they probably should, but I think also LeBron is one of those dudes who like he's a player coach. He really wants oh, to be no a coach. Doubt. No doubt. And so he's very big on like, I'm gonna distribute, I'm gonna facilitate, I'm gonna do all that. And I think the Lakers will take advantage of that, but I do believe that Braun doesn't get that MVP look. I still believe, and I'll get to my, my predictions, but I believe Giannis, it's Giannis's to lose. Okay. That's, yeah, okay. I can, you think he can come I think it's Giannis's back to lose. To back. I think it's, yeah. I think Who it's, else is his in that lose. conversation? They own, there's only three or four people in that conversation. It's Steph, and I don't think he's going to get it because he'll have, I think he'll be a scoring champ. But I don't think he's going to be MVP. But That's I think Steph, in the conversation, I think it's Steph. I could give you that. Steph. I, uh-huh. uh, you could make a case for Jokic. And yeah, it ain't going to happen. But you can make a case for him. Because he's, I think he's still somehow underrated as a player. Like Even though he's legitimately like one of the best ones we've seen. Yeah. Giannis, you, I, it's Bron or AD on that list. But it's probably AD. Just because of the stats. I think he's just going to have crazy numbers. Like so insane he, numbers. Yeah, yeah. Um, because he shoots threes and everything, and so I think that's you can maybe say Kawhi, James Harden. I don't see it. Okay, Russell because I think Westbrook? I think I don't see it because I think they're gonna cancel each other out. Two Me two too. guys that are definitely always in the MVP conversation. Well, it's yeah. just a matter. I I look at and again, naive. Yeah, I don't have as much insight well, as to the larger game itself. But what I'm noticing is it's hard to me from just the eye level to split up those stats between Russell Westbrook and James Harden. Like the stats, like one of them has those stats. Both of them cannot have those stats. And you see the way they've been playing. James Harden mm-hmm. doing his thing. Russ is just up there chilling. When Russ is doing his thing, James Harden is down there chilling. So like that might be said, the play though. But yeah. the, that's what I'm saying. It's going. They, they're canceling each other out. Yeah, you can't play. You can't win like yeah. that. Period. And I don't believe in Joel Embiid because I believe that the Sixers are the biggest what if team. In the entire league this year, second only. Actually, I take that back. They're second to the Lakers because the Lakers are big. What if? But like, you got Josh Richardson. I'm looking, and I'm not just looking at like Embiid and Simmons. I'm looking at the rest of that team. They got Al Horford, Tobias Harris, Harris, Josh Richardson. Like that team on paper looks like a contender, right? Like that's that's your Eastern Conference champion, depending on what happens with the Bucks. But that's on paper. Period. I definitely I was going to throw uh, Embiid in there as one of my dark horse MVP candidates this year because I think that he's gotten better every single year. The injuries haven't been an issue uh, over the long term, and I think that he, you know, that I saw that face, I saw those tears <laughs> at the end at the yeah. end of the season. Boy, it was that was some crocodile tears right there. Okay, yeah, and and I'm I love the way he competes. I think that athlete, you know, spirit inside of him is going to shine. I think he has a chance to have. A very good year, and you know when you look at his numbers last year, yeah. it's like wow, what was it, twenty five and twelve? I think he might have been a little more than that. It was something like yeah. Yeah, more than that, I think. I yeah. think Embiid is gonna have a good year, but here's what I'm thinking, man. I got Dame Dollar. Yeah, you took the word. You thank you, <laughs> brother. Because to that point, Dame, I think the the Portland Trailblazers, I think they're going to make a trade because you have to. This is a win now for them. They got to get it done because I think if they can get over the Rockets hump, then they're they're in. I could see them making a trade for somebody crazy because the thing is they have enough little young pieces or something that they can move something around. I think you can move Hassan Whiteside even, depending mm. on how he plays. Mm. But they need, I feel like they need two guys. Like, again, they don't have that four. They got two right now. But is Hassan Whiteside going to be that third or that fourth guy? Mm, can't tell. Hey. Yeah, and and I, and I heard that they're gonna be trying to use him in the Steve Adams role. Yeah, you know that that anchor yeah. big body down low, especially in the Western Conference. I'm looking for Dame to go crazy. Though. I no just doubt. think he's about to have a crazy offensive year. I'm looking for about thirty point, you know, thirty thirty one points per game mm. on forty nine percent, you know, forty nine fifty percent shooting. I mm. think that he's just the, his maturation is at a point where he could have the best season I, of his I, career. I agree. And I think the other thing is it depends on who he gets because I think that Portland's big on like Zach Collins. I think showed out in the playoffs. Like you saw him come out. He's a young guy, so they'll keep him. But I think okay. Don't forget uh, about Nurk. Don't forget about. Oh, well, Nurt. he's. I forgot he's back, be, and he's like he's, he's back. Is he back? back, back no, though? he's not back. Back, right. but he'll be back. That's what I'm yeah. saying. Yeah. And that's so where you can't. But you can't. Gonna help. Yeah. Period. 
But I also think that that's a that's a band aid because theoretically, if you go back and look at Miami, it's like okay, Whiteside will be there for you as an option. He'll make he'll he'll be that guy. But I still think you can trade him. I think look at Toronto. Do you need Marcus Hall and Serge Ibaka? Hey. It worked last year. But I'm saying for them, yeah, I think that's keeping them on. But I'm saying Hassan Whiteside. If if I trade you Hassan Whiteside for Marcus Hall, would you do it? Ooh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Because Hassan Whiteside, his numbers are always there. You're going to get the numbers. It's about the people around you. In the NBA, it's, mm-hmm. that's what it's about. It's, and Dame said it from the jump this summer. He said, I've always talked to Hassan even when he was in Miami. So him coming here, he already knows what time it is. Everybody knows what time it is. All we need for him to do is do his thing yeah. and not worry about anything on the outside. I feel you. So I'm... um. I'm riding with T on that one, man. I'm def. I definitely think Giannis has the upper hand for MVP. I think Milwaukee will probably be the number one seed. He's mm-hmm. definitely gonna have the numbers if he added a 15 to 17 foot jump shot. It's gonna be curtains for the East. But gotta ride with Dame Dollar, man. I gotta ride with him. Okay. So the other thing is as far as prediction, I think this is the this is the light like this is the big year for the the next wave of NBA players to like make that leap right so I think anybody who is that like mm, call it like 2011 like 2015 16 class like those draft class are going to be like they're now in that level of like okay we're established we're off a rookie deal we are in our respective cities we're making it happen so like you look at the all-stars like Think about these are players that the East has that I think theoretically could be all-stars and this is something ESPN wrote as well I'm happy they're saying it because the East is not interesting to watch from a title perspective, right. but from a future of the league perspective, I think it's the most interesting conference because it has the most amount of young guys. And I'm like, Oh, they're going to be around hopefully to be the future. These people. Right. So like right here, you've got, and this is not talking title contenders. These are just players in the Eastern conference right now that are of interest that are under a certain age point. Right. You got Pascal Siakam, Aaron Gordon, Zach Levine, Trey Young, Zach Collins, I'm sorry, John Collins from Atlanta, mm-hmm. Tobias Harris, Jason Tatum, Eric Bledsoe, Miles Turner, Sabonis, Julius Randle, Karis LeVert, and Jalen Brown. And like those guys all together are those threes and those fours in my in my example of what you need for a title contender. But True. all of those players are under shit, under 27, 26. Yeah. And so at that point, it's like it, some of them, are, half of them are under 25. So yeah. now it's like that's the next 10 years of the league. So I'm looking for them, like who is gelling? Who is balling out? I want Boston to do well because I want those young guys to gel and make it so that we have an interesting Boston series in the years to come for the for the betterment of the league. Absolutely. Just looking at the East, bro. I mean, like with the with the young players, it's, it's definitely absolutely wide open. Yeah. I mean, I'm not looking. I mean, of course, you got Philly in there. Who should be, you know, the Miami? My, Shit. Miami with right. I have no idea what Miami's gonna do. Right. Jimmy Butler, you know what I mean, in a in a comfortable situation. He got them. He got them under the act. They're getting up at three o'clock in the morning to go practice. <laughs> of course, I know you know the Jimmy teens is gonna be like, I'm going harder than everybody else. Right, we'll see how it goes uh over there in Miami. But, you know, I'm looking forward to seeing how D Rose plays with with Blake Griffin over there with the Pistons. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're gonna let him cook. Because <sighs> you're already starting Reggie Jackson over him, which mm, I don't see it. Uh, they let Jeff T cook last year, and you saw what happened to that. So it's you can run Reggie and D Rose. It's something's gonna have to give because D Rose is definitely not going and going into that into another uh, pick. That was gonna be my sixth man of the year, D Rose. Okay, I can see that. I think I think Zach Levine wins Comeback Player of the Year. Mm. I think the number. I think he is going to be the only. Like I think the Bulls are. It, we aren't supposed to talk about them, but I think the Bulls <laughs> are the league pass All Stars. Okay. Because it's like, ain't nothing else on. I'm about to go watch Zach put up 37 real quick against huh. the Hornets. Zach Levine, comeback player of the year. What about you? I think, you know, this optimism in it, you know, for that the Bulls are receiving. That's I the only optimistic like, thing about the Bulls I have, by yeah, the way. Okay, I give you that, for sure. And if it is, you know, if it's going to be anything, it's going to be Zach having to have a blow-up year because I, I don't see it, you know. I look at the roster and I'm saying – Indiana's better. You know, I'm looking at, you know, Washington, mm. Orlando, the hey. Knicks, mm. Miami, Detroit, I mean, Cleveland, Atlanta. It's a lot of, you know, like you said, if, in terms of young talent in yeah. the East, if 
I would love to say the Bulls fit right into it, but I'm not sure if they. That the, the the youth thing is there, right? Because Markin is what 24 still. The, yeah. the Bulls are the second youngest team second youngest team in the league because yeah. yeah. Atlanta's the youngest. I or think Atlanta like is. Yeah. So to that, it's the same thing where it's like okay. Same thing with what happened with this past season with the White Sox. I want the young guys to gel. I want them to, to figure it out. I want them to you know play together, develop camaraderie, develop some sort of rapport together because that helps in the long run, especially if they're all going to stay because they all will because they're all rookie deals at least. So you say, okay. But even like Atlanta is interesting because it's like you got Bari down there. You got... John Collins, you got that dude uh, DeAndre Hunter from Virginia. Mm-hmm. You got yeah, Trey, Trey Young, who is that. nuts. Mm-hmm. I think Kevin Huter, the the dude, the yeah, redheaded cat from Michigan. Yeah, yeah, he's cold. I mean, and so you have a young creative coach. Period. You know I mean? Lloyd, I yeah, like Lloyd, Lloyd Pierce. Yeah, yeah, Lloyd. He he's a good coach, and they got Cam Reddish. Yeah, Cam I forgot Cam. about that. Yeah. So I mean, it, the same. I'm looking at the, the the Bulls the same way I look at the Hawks, where I don't have any expectations for anything good. Like I don't think they're gonna make the playoffs, the Hawks. But I think it's a situation where there are things to watch. I think every single team has one player that is like, okay, let me see what they're doing. And I think the Bulls have more than one player in that sense because this is a big year for them in the sense that, like, this is the Laurie marketing leap year. Is it going to happen? Is this the year that it happens? That's that's, uh, that's where they kind of differ from the perspective of what the White Sox had. Okay. Going into the White Sox, you knew it was, you know, don't expect any wins. These guys are talking playoffs, right? You know, Definitely on, talking playoffs. If you're a Bulls player, they're talking about getting, you know, trying to sneak in with the seven or eight pick. Or seed, and I think that is more reasonable that they get the seven to eighth pick. But mm. you know, if I don't see it, damn, <laughs> you know. So I'm a look. I wrote. I wrote them <laughs> down. Trying. I wrote them down. I was about to tweet them. But here's my. Here's as of today, before the games even start. Here's Ernest. There's just Ernest. Ain't the bigs. Here are my <laughs> NBA playoff team predictions. I'm gonna give them to you in both conferences. Are you ready? Number one, the Nuggets. This is just seedings. Two, see it, yep. Clippers. Three, Lakers. Four, Jazz. Five, Rockets. Six, Warriors. Seven, Spurs. Eight, Blazers. So you got the Warriors at five? Hmm? I do. I got them out the offs, man. Wow. And then the East is interesting because I think I am probably have the same one as a lot of people where it's Bucks, one, Sixers, two. I got the Pacers at three. I do. <laughs> Uh, Raptors, Celtics, <laughs> heat, heat, Magic. Everybody okay. sleeping on the Magic. Yeah, and the Hawks. But I actually might take the Hawks back out of it because I'm thinking about it now, and it's hard to really root for the Hawks because they are not. Yeah, it is. It's hard, but I want them to do well because I want that young team to just go off. But I don't think they're going to. I think Man. that the Warriors is going to be one of the more interesting. That's a good point. Like, what do they do? Yeah, because you know, Steph. Like I said, scoring coming from. Which one? On what oh, team? From from Golden State. Oh, I think Steph Curry Steph wins. The, he wins the scoring he title this win, year. He can't score a hundred points. Hey, but he gonna win the scoring can title. He, can he this score thirty three a game? Oh, yes. he can score thirty five a game. Yep. But what about the other the other seventy five points? What I'm saying is this: He's gonna win the scoring title this season. <laughs> I can agree with that. But you, sorry, that's, at, but you asked, what's the no, score? No, no. I meant you got him at five in the Western yeah, Conference. I'm saying where's the. How do they make? How do they make number five in the West, and they're not going to score enough? D'Angelo, Russell. I believe in D'Angelo. Russell. That's another. Th- that's another. That's numbers. Points. That's numbers. But then, okay, so where's the third? Where's the third score? Dre, no way. Okay, but that's what you're going to be asking. Then, Period. Then you you're cooked. asking Draymond for 15. You cooked to 18. You're game. cooked. That's 15 for Draymond Green, bro. He can, in a regular season, have you ever seen him average 15 in the finals? In the finals, when for for four games, Wait, right. in the finals, when he did. <laughs> Hey, you're right. Thank you. Pull them numbers up. <laughs> but see, now that's the issue with the Warriors, though. Both, you know, Steph, Draymond, everybody on there is going to be asked to do almost something they've never done, you know, in the league. Golden State is cooked on the scoring side, man. They don't have Clay. They don't have KD. So what does this mean for Steve Kerr's legacy? Because he, he came in. He's still the, <laughs> he's still the man. What are you talking about? Yeah, he's still the man, but, you know, is he one of those coaches where we feel like he, you know, of course, anybody could have won with the guys he had. I mean, you know, I, I, think I feel like if they get the fifth seed, then I, that's, they that's, get a the fifth seed, they, that's yeah. a huge. I would say if the Warriors make the if top they, six, it's worth it. Top six. If they make the playoffs, I'll give Steve Kerr credit because I don't see it, man. Okay. Especially they came out today and said uh, Clay wasn't going to be playing. Oh, he's all out year. for the year, right? Yeah. That was really what I was going to hang their hope on is if Clay can find a way to come back after All Star break, all right? But, okay. You know, if that I don't necessarily believe like that we can say right now he's not going to play, 
We'll see. You Ooh, know, I got if they're one. playing good you know, and, and Clay is close. Dad ain't having it. No, yeah. not going. Okay, so more okay. predictions. I want to get this through. Who y'all got for rookie of the year? Ja Morant, if Zion doesn't qualify. Agreed. Definitely, Ja Morant is going to have to, you know, I think he's going to lead the uh, lead rookies in minutes. And he's like already that. looking yeah. really good. Bag, yeah. Yeah. I'm like, oh, you transitioned to this league very quickly. Because the like, keys are, it's, it's, it's different. Memphis... Is nothing. People yeah, are people are here for the take. ESPN. Yeah. So they asked a bunch of ESPN personalities, and their votes were Ja Morant in order. Ja, Zion, Kobe White third. Okay. Michael Porter Jr. and RJ Barrett rounding out the top five. I would I would believe in you know Kobe being that conversation if he had a coach or if he was starting. Damn. Yeah, <laughs> if he had a coach that you know felt. You know, I don't. I don't get the the impression that Boylan is one of those guys that like to play rookies. He's so old. He said school. he was gonna let him cook up with that second unit. Yeah, but yeah, still. but who's he, like? Know, okay, so I, the bull second unit in that case would be him, Chris Dunn. It's gonna be Chris Dunn, him, Thaddeus Young, Thaddeus Young. Um, that's a that's Denzel a Valentine, no and way. what's that's the second unit? No, Denzel is not in the rotation. Denzel right is now. after that. Oh. Yeah. Oh, okay. Who's the three then? Thaddeus Young. Okay, well, so he might be the fourth. That's what I'm saying. He's the yeah. fourth. Positionless basketball, so just throw uh, five players out there. And then, okay. hope, you know, of course, they're going to be looking to see what Chandler Hutchinson does. Chet Hutch. Actually, man, he's one of them guys where it's like you, you're you on the roster, and you're going to be – one game, you're going to have like a random off. Like you hit like 15 <laughs> in a game. And it's like, what the hell happened to Chandler Hudson? And then you will never hear from him again. Yeah. I love that. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. They call it, that's the Kirk Heinrich Award. I thousand uh, percent agree with <laughs> that one. <You laughs> but oh, here's a question, and this is actually really funny because apparently everyone at ESPN believes it's one or two people. Who, in your opinion, is the defensive player of the year? Pat Bev, Paul George. Literally, it's split between Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. <laughs> uh, Kawhi <laughs> it's Leonard. coming off the Clippers. We yeah. know that Kawhi Leonard is. Uh, he's one of those guys who. That's just a part of his DNA. Yeah. He doesn't even have to like shoot. I mean, they, no one really has to shoot for defensive player of the year, but I think he's that's just who he is as a person. As yeah. a, you know, that's that's his his makeup. That, but I think his repertoire. I think Pat Bev yeah. is actually starving for defensive player of the year. He said, "Don't." I think I think he's gonna get a lot more spotlight because I feel like he probably has deserved that nomination in the past. But it's yeah. a situation where nobody's watching the Clippers. True. See, everybody we said is on the Clippers. Gonna, yeah. Oh, they're they are going again. The one thing I will say, I don't know if they win a title, but boy, try scoring on them. Yeah, and Good. they 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 are the depth is there for they got LA. they got a bench. We the Lakers don't have a bench. That's the one thing. The Lakers do not have a bench they that don't. I believe in or I would spend money to bet on. They don't. Versus oh, the Clippers, you got Herrera. We got Zach Novell and Taylor Horton. Tucker. I think <laughs> both of the love. Shout out to Simeon. Shout out to Coach Rob putting them guys, <laughs> putting them Simeon products Definitely. out there. Kendrick Nunn Definitely. in Miami, Zach and Taylor out there. I think they'll both of those guys will get a lot of G League time. Yeah. But Zach Norvell has definitely – remember we said when we saw Zach and Simeon, we called him a pro back then. Yeah, he, he just had the skills. Like like you touched on, he, he can specialize in something. Yeah. The, off if the you back, can he's shoot the ball, shooter. yeah, if you yeah. can shoot the ball, you got a spot. So I'm definitely with that. And we seen him on a highlight tape cross a couple people up. So Yeah, okay. So I think the other, no, this will be the last one and we can move on. Six man of the year. The D Rose. So everyone Lou Williams is number one. Spencer Dinwiddie. That's that was my second pick, Spencer. Yeah. Oh, Joe Inglis. Okay. And Derrick Rose. D Rose. Yeah. I got Poudini, man. You know, I would love to see D Rose, you know, jump in and do I just that. want him to be happy. Spencer Spencer Dinwiddie. He's like he's like an ex you broke up with but you, you wish well for. Yeah, he's like, man, I hope you're doing well. <laughs> you mean it. <laughs> he looks happy. You know what I mean? He definitely looks like he's in a good place. That's always a great thing to see. It Plus, is. that Pistons stadium is cold. If you've never been, it's a nice little experience. I'll go watch yeah. the Pistons game. Okay. Yeah. Pistons will be in town in a couple of weeks. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah Rose will be back in the, the building. Yep. Yeah. That's going to be a cheap ticket, too. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Damn, get in the building. Hey, get in the building. Because Blake Griffin is Rose. out. Blake Griffin's yeah. out to start the season. Yeah. He is? Yeah, he's, he's not playing tonight. His knee? Or tomorrow, whenever it is. Yeah, he's out. I don't know if it's his knee, but he's not playing tomorrow. Yep, NBA is definitely back. <laughs> wow. Blake Griffin's not playing. That Look means that we're back. Report. Yeah. <laughs> Coach oh. of the year, I got Doc Rivers. Uh, yeah. That's, I mean, I was going to say Doc It's his to lose, yeah. I would Period. say, right? Like, Period. it's his to lose. He's, but, he's back having fun again. But, you like know? you said, 
on paper is one thing, but getting the guys to buy into the, the system and, and he, each and, other is and another. He know, and he definitely knows yeah. that. He's, the, you know? he's one of those, yeah. And he has his guys. You know, he has guys like Pat Bay. I feel like they, they they aligned on that. Yeah, that was like, yeah. we here's a play. We all going to execute our part and yeah. keep it moving. It's a yeah. beautiful thing. When the front office and the, you know each aspect of the organization is on the same page, you Steve Ballmer, the way they got Kawhi over there and, and P, PG, yeah. you know, it was a beautiful thing. And they, they, the thing is, the next season after that, they're rebranding, they're rebranding the Clippers, right? We saw it with the team, and now like I think the year after they're gonna either I don't know if they're gonna change the name of the team, well, they're gonna change their name, but to it's the gonna be the, the <laughs> dynasty. They're gonna change it to Los Angeles. We are LA in his ass. Um, but okay, so. I'm excited for the NBA season. I look forward to these predictions being coming back and us being right about all of them. Um, but <laughs> before we get out of here, I got to ask you both. Is there anything that would make you more excited for the season than you are now? Mm, that's a good question, man. It is. You know, and, um, if the Bulls come out the gate on fire. You know what I mean, if the Bulls are in the middle of the playoff uh, conversation and not at the bottom of it, you know, I think that would be a huge, 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 good, great sign for these guys. This is a homer thing, but I think if I'm Jim Boylan and I and I hadn't lost that locker room, it'd be a situation where I would be like, "Look, y'all are the giant killers. That's y'all. That's that's this season. True. We knocking them down. Cut down these trees because I think that's a a way to build momentum for our fan base." You know, you come in and you know you we beat the Lakers, the Clippers, you beat Portland, you beat these teams that people didn't expect you to even compete with. That to me is the win for the season for the Bulls. Huge, I can agree with that, and I think the NBA knew exactly what they were doing with All Star Twenty Twenty in Chicago, kicking, that, kicking the schedule off with yeah. a bunch of huff, bunch of huff, minus the Lakers and it might be one one other team. They the first nine ball. games, yeah, yeah it's yeah. like. So I agree with you, man. If they can come in and set the tone, like Laurie said today, he said, "Man, we're excited. We're looking to get off to a to a fast start. We've been playing, you know, self unselfishly. Now it's all about putting it together in the regular season." So, hey, man, while the Bears are huff right now, the Bulls are definitely. Um, I wouldn't necessarily say a breath of fresh air around <laughs> got, the city right we now. We got to tread lightly, right? Yeah, yeah, we're going <laughs> to tread lightly. But I see a lot of I, I see a lot of uh, Bulls Nation uh, ready to get this thing going. So it shall be interesting. Heatmakers, uh, crack uh, music. I'm in a whole different pace now. I was just on Lennox. Call up the whole, I told that bitch I'm on eighth now. Tap dance kid. Singing in the rain, but for where they cause beers from slinging all the cane. Yeah, we say we kings, but every king that got slain. My man called like Gino, man, let me tell you something real quick. Oh. One of the best pieces of advice I ever got was to not be too emotional about anything. I I wish the Bears players took a, a couple of the Bears players took that advice after this embarrassing loss they took to the Saints on Sunday. Uh, it's their second straight loss after a bye week at the crib. It's all bad. They sitting there three and three. Plenty of people thought they would be six and zero right now. If you're a Bears player, it's plenty reason to be upset. All right. But how do you handle that? You know what I mean. You would love to see them take it out on the next opponent, but instead, we saw some of the guys hop on the computer, man. We saw them hop on the internet, hop on Twitter, and tweet to one of our guys, man. They, I don't know what happened. They. Allen Robinson had to tweet his name. We saw our guy Cameron Smith. Shout out to Cam. Shout, Shout out, out to killer, Cam, Folk, who was watching yeah. the game like all of us. And I'm pretty sure that when when the rest of the city saw this play, that they they felt exactly how Cam did. You can't celebrate touchdowns Stop down it. 20. Stop it. With three minutes left in the game. Stop it. You deserve to be called out. Losing is quiet. I, we we've learned that. So what 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 got into these guys, man? We we saw the back and forth. Allen Robinson basically called. Cam out, who obviously he doesn't know, uh, assuming that he, you know, didn't have grounds to to stand on to criticize him. Uh, he said that he looked foolish and that that really made him mad. So we saw them go back and forth for a good. He tried to go after almost my man. a full day. My man, he tried to. The thing that I was, and again, if you're not active on Twitter, don't worry about this. But it was one of those things where Cam was like, okay. 
and I was like moved on. Period. Tried and he, to continue and dude kept to move coming on, back right? on it. And I was like, "What are you doing?" Which lets you know where his focus is, man. It's like Allen Robinson. You're a very good player. I think he's a. Uh, we talked about this earlier. Allen Robinson is really our only Bright plus spot. player yeah. on the offensive yeah. side of the no ball. No debate. You know, so no no disrespect to Allen Rob, but no, I think you can respect somebody's output and not like how. They but not like the how they had. Period, man. It was like first of all. We talk about social media and how it's being used. And I think guys of that stature, even though they're regular people at the end of the day. Facts. First of all, Cam didn't add him. So that means he's on Twitter searching his name. Kept it respectful. Yeah, I think he wouldn't, he wouldn't have out of body with it at all. He, at all. And he wasn't wrong. He <laughs> wasn't wrong at all. But then the fact, like you said, Allen Robinson came at him under the I think whatever Cam came back with, whatever the rebuttal was, whatever stats he had, he could have averaged 16 at Southern Illinois. Then it would have been something else. But since people – and Allen Robinson didn't even search him. Some other – you know, the the, the yeah. trolls got into it yeah. and they the, found the Cam's army. basketball reference. Uh-huh. And it was like, come on, guys. Like, you know what? Hold on a second. Okay, now, Let me tell now you we can do man. this. If you see two people arguing on Twitter – and you ain't got no part in it. Sit your ass on the sideline, please. Because Set your ass up. Because the thing is that I made me angry was these dudes who they think they gonna ride with the Bears player, and the Bears player gonna see him and be like, "That's my friend. I'm gonna be friends Straight with you." Up. Now he ain't gonna be friends with you, dummy. Straight up, Joe. No, no friends. No Houdini over here. You don't have a friend. Like and Allen Robinson. Do less, you bums. Why does B got me out here talking reckless? That's what it'll do to you, man. This is definitely, definitely I'm like, feeling it now. You know, I got charged up. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. This is like the best whole <laughs> intro too. Yeah. Um, okay. Because real talk, a late entry on that's the prelude. I know, but we'll go. Agree. Agree. We, we can argue. Yeah, about I'm, that I might. We have, we have to go back on that because that was damn. That was energetic. I don't know why I got mad. My bad, y'all. This is food for thought. You do the dishes. I love how he ended that. Oh, like yeah. A classic hove bar. Oh, only might, Hove can like We might have to do the prelude At the end of this one Cause it's the prelude To the NBA season You thinking over that mm-hmm. E-Dub mm-hmm. There we mm-hmm. go Okay, but- Sermon ain't the only Co-producer out here man <laughs> Exactly <laughs> On his toes We got him But no nah, man I just I stayed out of it I stayed out of it because I wanted to come at Allen Robinson, but I, I know, right? You know, that, and and that, go ahead. No, nah, just coming at our brother. And you know, the, we got to hold each other down. But the biggest thing was, I don't think Allen Robinson really realized what the bigger issue at hand was. And it's like, come on, brother, you don't do that to us. Somebody that's there to help him, and from uh, from the perspective of somebody who sp- spends a lot of time in that locker room. I know it's easy to not care about the media. You know what I mean? I'm of the opinion. I wouldn't want to talk to some of the guys in the media either. But that's why I'm in that locker room. That's why Gino is in the clubhouses that we're in because we give you a different side and let you know who the good guys are. I tell you right now, Alan, I'm not surprised Allen Robinson is, is firing shots You know, with no names on the bullets it's because – you know, when you walk into the locker room, he has on the same face that I have when I'm on a plane and I don't want nobody to sit in my row. Mm. You feel me? It's like, wow. it's like, I right, don't bother me. I'm not really that nice. You yeah, feel like me? Don't make eye contact. And, you know, I, I think that's black dudes be weaponizing yeah. that. Yeah. Because I'll I be on the bus. I'm like, mm, and we're good at, at it. Don't sit next to me. We're good at it because you guys <laughs> haven't heard Alan Robinson speak to the media. It's not something he does. I, I only hear him. On, I only hear him on six seventy to score. Yeah, when it's regulated, when it may be some dollars behind it. I've never you know? heard his voice before. Yeah, I've heard him say the same four or five sentences for the last two years. Exactly, and that's why it was so surprising to me. It's like you don't say anything, right? And now you want to come out and and go at a guy and really get petty with somebody that was first of all speaking the truth, and that second of all. If you had an opportunity and may have the opportunity to talk to this guy, he would be one of your good guys. You would know off back that this is a guy you want in your corner. And a brother, man. Come on. Don't do that to the brothers, Oh, yeah, because Cam is clearly on his his Twitter profile. It's him. You know what I mean? You see, you know, I'm... Hey, you can't pass it up. That's no gimmicks. That's his name. That's his... He's standing up on it. Yeah. Yeah, so these, you know, some of these players, especially the black players, kill the preconceived motions because I tell you right now, Akeem Hicks wouldn't have done that. Nothing but love with this guy. I see a lot of the other media people complain about Khalil Mack, you know, leaving. But I actually got a chance to talk to him after week one. You know what I mean? 
he hmm. so he stopped for you he yeah. stopped hey. hey hey that's how the bears get down you know what i mean yeah. so Allen robinson this could be you know this could work in your favor you don't have to you know be out here looking like a crank coming at somebody that's respected in this city all right respected in this city so i'm just saying i may have to say something to Allen robinson next time i see him but i'm gonna break the ice man and yeah, it was yeah. funny as hell i i can't lie it was funny as hell um I was looking at the thread, and when the guy brought up Cam's uh, stats from Basketball Reference, Allen Robinson came back with a LOL. He said, hey, fam, is this you? <laughs> and Cam was like, yeah. He was like, hey, man, just go do your show. Man. <laughs> I'm like, man, yeah. that, was a, that, was a, that was a good one. I like, you know, that was, that it was, was fair cool. Game. It was. Yeah, it was. Fair game. That at was that cool. point, you got two D1 athletes. Yeah. You know, coming at each other, and that was cool. From my perspective, when he said, you, when he told Cam in the initial tweet, you probably never played at a, you know, at a high level. I'm looking at, at Cam as a dude that's never played um, NCAA basketball. Like, shit, I would have loved to have averaged one point. And that man went to the <laughs> conference to the NCAA I was say, he tournament. Went to the, yeah, the the tournament. He, <laughs> told, he told Buddy, hey, man, I can show you my uh, championship rings and uh, a couple other things I got in stores, too, if you'd like me to. Please, I got all the respect in the world. I'm always for, here for that, though, because Cam athlete. athletes will try that. And they finally got somebody who was like, actually, uh, yeah, no, no, I went to the, yeah, no, went to the tournament. I'm not in the NFL. I'm not a professional athlete getting paid millions of dollars like you. But that's would, not that wasn't look, your original sentiment. You I would have came back and been, and been like, well, you know, I made the tournament. I didn't see Penn State. Ooh. Please. Ooh. Well, it's a lot of Penn State jokes, okay? It, it, you could have took that a few places. <laughs> Bring it back. Said, Don't drop the soap. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> look, this, this, look, this ain't Joe Button, bro. Okay, we have the gunshots on this podcast. <laughs> mock, 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 mock. <laughs> oh, I'm ready. No, I'm just kidding. All right. But <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, I'm going to delete that off this thing. This is too dangerous. <laughs> With that said. This is weaponized. Right nah, this is great, man. This yeah. is great. With that said, Alan Robinson, all the brothers are asking you to do is to recognize, okay? Recognize where you are, man, and, and recognize the brothers that are here for you. I guarantee you, we're trying to make you look good. Hashtag we all we got, man. Okay. So real quick before I let y'all get off this, this is important. What do you think it takes to let to like build that trust? Because I think a lot of it is trust because you don't want to expose yourself to somebody. You, they, you know, skin folk ain't kin folk all the time. So you can't say like, oh, just oh, because he's, yeah, just cause he's black. He's good. So I guess for those athletes, it's a trust thing. You've been taught since maybe high school. Yeah, to not trust. But like T said in the beginning. That's why we're here, because I guarantee you 97.9% of the time, they don't see any guys like us. So it's up to us to come up, break the ice, and show them that that was the first thing we said to D. Rose, one of our one of our initial yeah. uh, guys. We're here for you, brother. Like, mm -hmm. And that's the bottom line. So um, like you said, Ernest, they're taught from the beginning, you know, and they listen to a bunch of BS. I've known pro athletes for over 20 years now, and I know who they deal with and how they're dealt. And a lot of those guys are assigned to them. Okay, They don't necessarily go out and find their own managers and accountants and lawyers and all of that. They're pretty much assigned to them or recommended. By the program. Yeah. Oh, this and, is your lawyer. Yeah. And even in hip hop, something I'm going through now is like, I think artists should be more in control of everything. You don't really need a lot of those guys, man. Like, like Gino, Gino won't too many conference calls. You fed up. Somebody playing with your money, Gino. They're not really <laughs> playing with my money. I'm not going to allow that. Yeah. But you know, you've been there. Oh, you yeah. were there before I was. That's a, that's a manager out kicking the coverage. They're trying, they trying to monitor. You know what I mean? Yeah. Brother, monitor what you got. And I'm doing. thinking mm -hmm. like if, you, if the artist really knew what was going on mm -hmm. behind his back, I'm pretty sure they would be much more interested in having a hand in everything that's being dealt. So you know what? I'm so tired of people. <laughs> hey man, acting like you don't know. <laughs> you you see my pen tweet? It's not going anywhere anytime soon. If you if you just if you need to know, go check my pen tweet at Stay Humble. It's been there for about two years, and um, yeah, man, Allen Robinson, just please. Know that Cam is here for you. The brothers are here for you. Yes. And hashtag we all we got. Yeah, just be cool. That's all you got to do. Keep it playing. Be cool. As, uh, and as far as the Bears, one last statement on the Bears. What, what's good? Mitch Trubisky, Ryan Pace, 
Matt Nagy are equally as trash right now. I think Mitch Trubisky was uh, overrated from the beginning. Whoever scouting these guys needs to be fired. That's We need to know the scout's name. What's his name? We'll his, his name. <laughs> Matt Nagy, you're getting too cute out there. Ryan Pace already wanted your head on the cutting board. <laughs> I'm I'm 25% from hey, letting it ride, man. All I got to say is, his mama called him Mitchell. I'm going to call him Mitchell. You get no Nick's name, Nick, uh, nicknames from over here. We going with the government until we see otherwise. Mitchell. Okay. <laughs> with that said, episode 13. It's in the books. You're rocking with the bigs. Was that 13? That's 13, man. You get, oh, man, you on a roll, man. <laughs> I'm, I'm hot. Okay. I, did Ernest give you the did was I not looking at Ernest say, hey man, it's 13. You see, we had a huddle up yeah, before. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. I wasn't gonna say I wasn't gonna blow up your spot though. <laughs> okay. I was gonna let you ride. I was like, my man got the did that the number again. I'm so proud. Hey, I, I'm on I, I'm on the street right now. I reckon now I'm hot. 13. Lucky. Thank y'all for 13. listening, man. You rocking with the bigs. Live from the mess studios. Hey, man, T- by the way, if you subscribe so far, we're all over the place. We appreciate y'all. We got some uh, five-star reviews. We got a little six or seven of them right now. Oh, wow. So people are actually doing it organically. We appreciate y'all for doing that. Continue to share it. Continue to send it. Um, if you listen to the Jason Goff episode previously, like make sure y'all are spreading that stuff around because the only way this show gets better and the only way sports talk gets better is if we could provide people with an option of what it could look like. Subscribe. Subscribe, rate, follow, follow, rate, share, retweet, tell a friend about it. Mr. Biggs, made at mess.com. It's us. I'm oblivious to you skeptics. What you hear, you ain't never hear till I repped it. Aerodescent heroes essence, please clear the exits I chase demons outdoors, force them to hear the message Air them out, heard some people discussing my whereabouts Yeah, it's been a few sightings of me, a fair amount Never seen much, but yet I'm never in the house Move a style, wild exciting when I do step out Y'all been rhyming for years, and Juggle made a hit Uchi Wally idea, sold a million records had him embarrassed, signed to Columbia Blew a check, he was laughing While y'all in the studio bragging about your past Thinking back, so on trips to Manhattan Dad was rolling hotels like the Plaza Black bell hops holding Rich people bags, chip they has to omen coming out